What is up, guys? It is the Blue Bloods. We are here with another two-minute drill. February 19th, man. We got a big, big transfer, man. We have some hot takes on this episode. I'm not going to lie to you guys. This episode will be out on all podcast streaming platforms because we do not have a normal Blue Bloods episode tomorrow. And as always, guys, like, subscribe, all that stuff on YouTube, man. Don't miss a single thing that's happened on YouTube. Hit that notification bell, man. Just go ahead and click it. Get up to date with all things. The Blue Bloods, the two-minute drill, all our ACC and 28 Days interviews. It's wrapping up. It's about to be Big Ten in 31 days, guys. So go ahead. Do yourself a favor. Subscribe. Turn your post notifications on on YouTube. And subscribe to the Blue Bloods wherever you may listen to podcasts. But guys, we have a huge, huge storyline today, and it is Joe Milton. Michigan starting QB for at least the beginning of the season this year enters the transfer portal today, will be a graduate transfer with three years of eligibility remaining, guys. That's huge. That is needed nowadays. You don't want one of those one-year replacements unless you're in win-now mode. Any school looking at Joe Milton is probably not in win-now mode. Started the season, like I said, as Michigan's quarterback. Was benched for Cade McNamara. This season, man, I don't know how to put it. So I had some friends. I had some people that you know know a lot about college football that was really, really excited for this kid, and I told them to pump the brakes. There were some Cam Newton comparisons. There, there were a lot of comparisons that didn't make a lot of sense to me. It made sense. Last year, he only completed 46% of his passes in his few appearances. This year, 56% completion percentage. Not great in terms of that type of offense that Michigan runs. Threw for about 1,000 yards, just a little bit over that. On four passing touchdowns, matched that interceptions with four interceptions. That's not what you want to see. His transfer leaves three scholarship quarterbacks on the table for the Wolverines moving forward not including J.J. McCarthy, who will be on campus very, very soon. So I'll put him at four. They're still in a good spot. Kay McNamara played decent in his little time as a starting quarterback this year. But I think everyone everyone that has been in tune with this program thinks J.J. McCarthy is the guy going forward out of IMG Academy. And in terms of Milton, let's before we get into the hot take segment of this podcast, let's go ahead and talk where Milton might wound up. He's from Orlando. He was considering Michigan, Georgia, and Florida before he ended up ultimately committing to Michigan. And right now he's connected to Miami, Florida, and UCF, Central Florida. And I think this is real interesting. You got the hometown team in UCF. You got Florida, who he considered last time. And then you got Miami, losing De'Aaron King pretty soon. That's an interesting spot with Manny Diaz and them. They've had some quarterback issues too, so that should be interesting. But listen, I had to put money on it. Florida's going to ride with Emory Jones for the future. He has multiple years of eligibility left. They've kind of tabbed him to be the replacement when his time came, when Kyle Trask went to the NFL which happens to be this year. In terms of Miami, Derek King's going to be there this year. That is his spot. There's nothing you can do to take that spot from Derek King. But there is a question on whether they have a long-term solution or not at the quarterback spot. So that's going to be something interesting to watch there. 
but I don't know if that offense really fits them. They've had problems with quarterbacks. I wonder if Manny Diaz is going to try to develop him a high school quarterback that he recruited rather than someone who who struggles with in, with um, inaccuracy and just the only thing he really has is arm strength. They've kind of had that. You look at Perry, who was a starting quarterback at um, in Miami for a while, accuracy issues horribly. Until they got De'Aaron King, they really didn't have that accurate go-to quarterback. I don't know if Joe Milton is going to be that for them. That brings me to UCF, guys, especially especially after Gus Malzahn's hiring this past week. I think this is going to be maybe something to monitor here. And listen, Milton might not be the accurate, most accurate quarterback. I just talked about that. But I feel like his athletic skill set, his experience is something Malzahn would really like. It's kind of like a layover type or like carryover effect for his first few seasons at UCF until he can start getting some of his recruits in. You look, you look at Milton, man. He's got the size. This kid's like 6'5", 6'6", 225, 235. I mean, the kid is big, strong. And you see Malzahn loves quarterbacks like that. You see Cam Newton. He was the offensive coordinator in 2010. You saw that in Joey Gatewood when he recruited him. Even some other quarterbacks that didn't pan out. Woody Barrett was just a little bit smaller, but built the same way. Ended up transferring to Kent State, having a all right career there. But he has the size and athleticism that Malzahn looks for in quarterbacks for his system. And then you can look at someone like Nick Marshall, who was smaller, but he was hyper, hyper athletic, and you saw the success they had there. I think UCF is the odds-on favorite to land Milton from Michigan, and I really think he's going to be Gus Malzahn's, you know, quarterback, I guess bridge quarterback, into his real reign over that program. And I, I think you would have to watch for any other Florida school that may need immediate help at quarterback. USF could be an interesting option. Florida Atlantic, they're, they always go after, you know, I guess big, pretty big transfers. I mean, FAU – has a really, really good program. And, you know, with Jeff Scott is down there with the Florida schools. That's an interesting option. Offensive coordinator, I'm sure this kid might fit a system. So I think UCF, if I had my money on it, guys, is going to land Joe Milton. You've also got to watch for Miami, like I said, because they really don't have a long-term option after De'Aaron King right now at that quarterback spot. But – this is a two-minute drill, and, you know, when I picked this topic, I knew I was going to have to monitor the time up here because uh, this could be a 45-minute episode, just me talking y'all's ears off, and I know that's not what this, I guess, concept is supposed to be. It's supposed to be a short bonus episode for you guys five days a week, man, but, you know, I could get carried away here, but I want to shift to the bigger picture, which is Harbaugh and his issue of quarterback development. And yes, I know there's going to be the people that say, what are you even talking about? This is Jim Harbaugh. You hear my co-host Brandon say it all the time. You cannot let go of Harbaugh. You cannot. It's, you know, it's, it's Jim Harbaugh. And I have friends and other analysts say that too. And I'm just not on that train. I think everyone should get fair criticism. Just like Nick Saban has all those uh, national championships and success. If he started having quarterback problems like this, he should be able to be criticized too. And th- this is where I want to get at. Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh at Michigan has only had one quarterback start for his program and not transfer thus far. And that quarterback is currently on the roster in Cade McNamara, who took over for Joe Milton this year. Yes, J.J. McCarthy is now coming in as a five-star out of IMG. 
he, I think he's going to be uh, Harbaugh's final test, and I think that's why he got the extension, man. So hear me out. It's a little theory from your boy, but I really think he got the extension because he went to the office and said, listen, I'm putting all my chips at the table. But look, I've been losing at the casino all weekend, guys. I got – a hundred bucks left, man. I got some. I I, I got some chips back at the at, at the room. We're gonna go all in and bet it all on red. We're gonna go to the roulette table, put it all on red, and let it ride. And that's I think that's what Harbaugh did. He said, "This kid's coming in, five star IMG Academy, most highly talented quarterback I've ever had coming in here. I'm gonna put my career on the line." And I think management up upper management the ad bought that and i think that's why you saw harbaugh get his extension because of jj mccarthy so it's it we have to, it's kind of a wait and see game with him but Cade mcnamara right now is the only quarterback to start for harbaugh and not transfer we have four quarterbacks man that have all transferred out of michigan under harbaugh spate peters milton and mccaffrey dylan mccaffrey transferred J- this year as well. So that's two quarterbacks in one year that have transferred for Harbaugh. And then you have three quarterbacks, three of his main starter quarterbacks, all transferred into Michigan, not from high school. So this is not quarterbacks. Um, he recruited Sheridan High School. He got it from another program. And that's Rudock O'Corn and Shea Patterson, who just recently left not too long ago, came out of Ole Miss. But here's the question I have for you guys. And I want you all to honestly answer this, put in the comments, whatever. Did any any three of these quarterbacks played their best football of their college career at Michigan. I'm going to let that sit. I want you to think about it deeply. Which three of these quarterbacks got better at Michigan under Harbaugh? Who was developed appropriately? All that. I mean, can you say these guys got better? And I don't think you can. Not Not significantly better. Yeah, maybe marginally, but that's not really what you want. And – you look at Shea Patterson, Shea Patterson specifically, so I want to focus on because he was setting the world on fire at the end of his run at Ole Miss, man. That that last part of his last season at Ole Miss, man, he was on every single Sports Center top 10. People were saying he is a dynamite, can't miss transfer when he entered his name in the portal, went to Michigan, undrafted. Did he ever live up to the hype? I don't think he did. I mean, he even got benched at times for McCaffrey, who ended up transferring too. So that raises a big red flag for me. And, you know, my question here, this is still, this is kind of like the final question. I want to end off on, we got like five minutes here. Really should be over now, but we got five minutes here. When are we going to hold hardball accountable? If you've listened to the main podcast, listen, you can go, look, we have, Close to 175 episodes, I think something crazy like that released for person 200. Shout out to y'all! But if you just click on a random episode, there's probably a 35 percent chance you get an episode where I've ranted that Michigan should move on from Jim Harbaugh. And it's been the thing I've been on since August 2019 when we started this podcast, and it's still something I stuck to today. And listen. He recruits quarterbacks out of high school, the ones he does, and they decide that the best thing for their careers is elsewhere. You look at this. This is some of the schools that players have left him for Spate, UCLA. Not terrible, but UCLA hasn't been the UCLA it once was. We, we, we had Peters, Illinois, 
transferred there, has been the starter, played pretty well. Actually, I think played better at Illinois than he did in Michigan. Then we got Joe Milton. That's to be decided. Maybe UCF, but it, it's going to be interesting if he gets there, what he's going to do in Malzahn's offense. And then th- this is the craziest one of all. Dylan McCaffrey is supposed to be a stud and everything. He thought Northern Colorado was going to be better for his career than Michigan. And I, I know what y'all are going to say. Well, Zach, you can't, you know, every year we see five stars not paying out. How many five stars have you seen transfer? Whatever you want to say. I'm saying that that falls back on their scouting department. How many times can you be wrong at one position? Listen, I, I, I love the saying, this is going to be kind of a stretch here. Follow my reasoning here. I love the saying that, don't think someone's lying when they show you who they are. When they show you who they are, they're usually telling the truth, and that's usually who they really are. And and I also like this one. This was a better one. I just thought about it. This y'all are gonna go through my thought process with me here. The the best telltale sign of the future is past history. You can't develop a transfer quarterback. You can't develop a high school quarterback. You can't develop any quarterback, guys. And I I think that's a problem. When UCLA, Illinois, and Northern Colorado are better options for the quarterbacks in your program, that says a lot about your quarterback development, your scouting, everything like that. And there's a reason why Michigan hasn't beat Ohio State in a long time. There's a reason Michigan hasn't been at the forefront of college football or won a Big Ten championship, or won a playoff game, or won a national championship in some time, and this is why right here. And when he brings in talented transfers, like I said, they underwhelm. And then the biggest thing for me is why does he keep getting breaks? He can't win big games. He hasn't won a conference championship. He hasn't been to one, he, and he can't win bowl games. He's one in four in bowl games, guys, with four straight losses. He won one his very, very first year in Michigan, has lost every single bowl game since. I mean, and this year he went two and four and couldn't even get to a bowl game in a year where everyone was eligible. Let, let that sink in. And, you know, you look at the Ohio State record, 0-5, 0-5. Listen, say what you want about Gus Malzahn, who got ran out of town with pitch pitchforks and lighted torches, whatever you want to say. They kicked him to the curb, drove him all the way to Orlando. They probably, they're paying UCF $25, $24 for right now to take Malzahn off Auburn's hands. And he beat Nick Saban multiple times. Not just on flute play like the kick six. He came in to Auburn and beat Saban twice. Beat Saban by double digits one year with one of Saban's best teams. That ended up winning the national championship, by the way. That's what Gus Malzahn did up with a talent deficit. And you're telling me Jim Harbaugh has just let off the hook because Ohio State's good, and we just saw Bama handle Ohio State like they were nothing in the national championship this year. We're going to give that Jim Harbaugh the break. And outside of the inch game where, you know, say what you want about the measurements, I think it was 16 with JT Barrett, has any of them been close? I, I mean, when's the last time Michigan and Ohio State played where you felt like it was going to be a good game? Seriously, ask yourself that. And if you can give me a good answer, then we could talk. 
And they got lucky. They lucked out. This this would be a coach that is 0-6 against his biggest rival if he didn't luck out and not have to play them this year. And I'm not buying into a theory that it was a setup and they caught COVID on purpose, whatever. Like that, that's a crazy rumor, or whatever. But they to say they didn't get lucky to take that beat down is an understatement, especially after Ryan Day was on a mission and told Harbaugh he was going to put a hundred on them. That's what we're talking about here, guys. And you know, I just want to say I've presented my case here, guys. We talked, you know, at the beginning about Joe Milton transferring, but I just broke it down for Harbaugh, all the QB struggles, and just briefly go listen to some of the episodes where I spent 30 minutes breaking down every single thing, comparing his recruiting classes, comparing his win percentage against schools to coaches who have already been fired, and you can't tell the difference. And I, I want you to go listen to all that evidence, sound, listen to this evidence, think about it, do some research, and let me know. In the comments, it you can reach out to me on social media, Twitter at Zach McKinnell, you know, at message to Blue Bloods account, it don't matter. Does this sound like a coach who should have got an extension this year? And if you can say yes, I really want to hear your reasoning. And if you say no, then let's just settle this right now that Jim Harbaugh needs to move on from Michigan and that this is a real problem. This isn't just to create a creative storyline by the media saying that, you know, it's not fabricated. This is a real thing that is a problem for Michigan football. And until this is solved, Michigan football will never be back. And say if we go for Texas and so on, we might have those episodes later. But right now, Michigan is a problem because of the lack of quarterback development that Jim Harbaugh has, I guess, promoted in the program. And I'm going to let y'all decide and rest my case there. But, guys, this is a wrap on the two-minute drill for February 19th. It is Friday, guys. Y'all go have an awesome weekend, man. We are going to be back Monday. Another two-minute drill, plus an interview with Stan Cotton from Wake Forest. Play-by-play there, voice of the Demon Deacons. It is an awesome interview. Brandon will be back for me during that interview. So if y'all miss y'all's boy, Brandon, he will be here soon. Listen, last plug. I know. Always got to plug our stuff. You can find the podcast anywhere, man. All all podcast streaming platforms, wherever you want to listen. Make sure to subscribe where you listen. If you listen on Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts, make sure to leave us a five-star rating, man. We appreciate it. Y'all are the best fans out there. For the two-minute drill, it will be posted on all podcast streaming platforms probably three times a week just to supplement our normal episodes five days a week on YouTube, guys. So while you're here, subscribe to our YouTube channel, turn on post notifications, like the video, man. It helps us out, helps us get this content out. We want to keep building this Blue Bloods family strong. But guys, for right now, we are out.